Welcome to the Equine Veterinary Journal Podcasts on the Hoof. Welcome to EVJ on the Hoof. Today we will be covering a paper entitled Recovery Quality Following a Single Post-Anesthetic Dose of Dexmedetomidine or Bamifidine in Ceva Fluorine Anesthetized Horses. This is available in the Early View section of the EVJ website. The work was carried out at the University of Colorado by authors Hector, Zenju, Mama and Hess. Maximising the quality of recovery from inhalant anaesthesia in horses is of interest because catastrophic injury and recovery is a significant contributor to perianesthetic mortality. Post-anaesthetic administration of an alpha-2 agonist has been proven to positively influence recovery quality when compared to recovery from inhalant alone. The authors are unaware of a large clinical study comparing a single post-anesthetic dose of dexmedetomidine to another alpha-2 agonist. Remifidine is more alpha-2 selective than either xylazine or detomidine and is reported to cause less ataxia at sedative doses. However, dexmedetomidine is the most alpha-2 selective and the shortest acting alpha-2 agonist used in horses. The purpose of this clinical trial was to determine whether post-anesthetic dexmedetomidine sedation conferred any recovery benefit over an equivalent dose of bromifidine. The authors hypothesised that dexmedetomidine would provide a faster recovery of superior quality. The study was a prospective, randomised, blinded clinical trial. Selected horses were aged between 2 and 20 years old, considered systemically healthy and assigned an ASA status of 1 or 2. Horses were excluded from the study if they were a heavy draft breed, pony or miniature horse, if they required ophthalmic or abdominal surgery, or if they required a specific recovery technique. Horses were excluded if the anaesthetist did not feel that the study's standardised anaesthetic protocol was suitable for the intended procedure, or if horses received ketamine within 30 minutes of recovery. The reader is directed to the paper for details regarding the horse's pre- and intra-anaesthetic management. At the end of the procedure, horses were moved into a recovery stall and the end-tidal sevoflurane percentage was recorded. An alpha-2 agonist was administered after the first spontaneous breath in recovery. Group D received intravenous dexmedetomidine at 1 microgram per kilogram and group R received intravenous remifidine at 20 micrograms per kilogram. Recovery was video recorded and two equine anaesthetists reviewed the video recordings. Both observers gave each horse a subjective visual analogue scale, or VAS, score for overall recovery quality between 0 and 100, with 0 being the worst possible recovery, i.e. catastrophic injury, and 100 being the best. Subjective scores on a scale of 1 to 4 were also given for limb paddling and ataxia at standing, with 1 being none and 4 being severe. We now move on to the results section of the paper. Group D contained 49 horses and Group R contained 50 horses. The elective procedures were primarily orthopaedic in nature and lasted for at least 30 minutes. All horses recovered without injury except for one horse. Visual analogue scale or VAS scores ranged from 0 to 99 for observer 1 and 0 to 100 for observer 2. VAS scores were not significantly different between Groups D and R. Agreement between observers was moderate. When compared to Group R, Horses in Group D received significantly more additional post-induction ketamine and had a higher dose of inhalant anaesthetic when placed in recovery. This study demonstrates that following elective procedures under sevoflurane anaesthesia, a single dose of intravenous dexmedetomidine for post-anaesthetic sedation provides a clinically equivalent recovery time and quality to horses compared to receiving intravenous remifidine. Sedation has previously been shown to significantly prolong the time to first movement after inhalant and anaesthesia in horses. Inhalant anaesthetic elimination, and therefore recovery time, 
is influenced by factors including blood gas solubility of the inhalant, total anaesthesia time, minute ventilation and cardiac output. An increase in mean respiratory frequency in recovery hastens isoflurane clearance in horses. Sedative drugs with respiratory depressant effects, such as an alpha-2 agonist, would be expected to slow inhalant elimination, although elimination kinetics when alpha-2 agonists are administered at the first spontaneous breath in recovery are not described in horses. This study did not show a difference in overall recovery times between groups, even though remifidine has a much longer duration of peak sedation, a longer half-life, and slower clearance than dexmedetomidine in conscious horses. Despite these differences in pharmacokinetics, dexmedetomidine and remifidine have comparable cardiovascular and respiratory depressant effects in the first 30 minutes after administration, which could explain their similar effect on the duration of recovery from inhalant anaesthesia. Despite randomization, horses in group D required more post-induction additional ketamine doses and had a higher end-tidal sevoflurane percentage concentration at disconnection from the anaesthetic circuit. Although not statistically significant, fewer horses in group D required a nerve block than horses in group R. This analgesia may at least in part explain the differences in anaesthetic requirement. Once standing, horses in group D were scored as significantly less ataxic than horses in group R. However, the agreement between observers for ataxia score was only moderate, so this finding should not be overinterpreted. Factors identified as predictors of poor recovery quality were not receiving an intraoperative nerve block, duration of hypotension, increased age, and having a slightly nervous temperament before anaesthesia. It is well known that prolonged periods of hypotension have profound effects on recovery quality. It seems as though even very subtle differences in mean arterial blood pressure have more of an influence on recovery quality than previously considered. Whilst it is true that horses having longer durations of hypotension could potentially have had longer total anaesthesia times, duration of anaesthesia did not influence BAS score in any analysis in this study. Pain has been associated with poor recovery in other equine studies. The association of not receiving a nerve block and low VAS score in this study supports their continued use. Limitations of this study include a lack of universal recovery scoring system, which makes it difficult to compare studies. The VAS score was chosen to replicate a previous clinical trial comparing remifidine and xylazine. However, the fact remains that VAS scoring is extremely subjective. A standardised anaesthetic protocol was necessary to minimise variation between groups, but may not reflect a day-to-day clinical case scenario. Additionally, a control group receiving no post-anaesthetic sedation was not included in this study. To conclude, a single dose of intravenous dexmedetomidine at 1 microgram per kilogram is clinically equivalent to a single dose of intravenous remifidine at 20 micrograms per kilogram for sedation in the recovery period from sevoflurane anaesthesia in horses. Future prospective studies should be performed to follow up on the findings that local anaesthetic nerve blocks positively influence recovery and that subtle, short-duration decreases in mean arterial blood pressure had a negative effect on recovery quality. Thank you for listening and we hope that you will join us next time. Thank you for listening to this Equine Veterinary Journal podcast. More on the subjects discussed can be found online at wileyonlinelibrary.com forward slash journal forward slash EVJ.